Hey singles, you're listening to Deep Diving Into Dating, where matchmakers at one-on-one matchmaking share snackable stories about dating and tips on how to be a better dater. I'm Emily. And I'm Jennifer. And we are your matchmakers. All right, singles. So today, our deep dive topic, lessons to singles from married women. We want to start by telling you a little bit about us and who we are as matchmakers. Jennifer, tell the audience a little bit about you. Okay, great. So uh, my name is Jennifer Barnes Mayotke, and I have been a matchmaker in Atlanta for about 15 years, just to go by Jennifer Barnes. And I met my husband through a matchmaker. All right. And I'm Emily Sultan Dodge, and I have been a matchmaker going on five years now at one on one matchmaking and eight to date dinner club. Our office is in Atlanta, Georgia, in Buckhead to be exact. And we have a luxury service for one on one blind dates. And then we have a social dinner party concept for singles where it's eight people out to dinner at eight o'clock. A little bit about me. I actually had to go through dating as a matchmaker and let me tell you that was the most complicated thing ever oh my gosh wasn't it hard I mean you had to go on dates with guys they'd say so what do you do I always would try to keep it private at the first half like just say I'm a vet planner or something like that Mm -hmm. because people would get nervous but anyways so finally about um and well in, 19, in 2017, I met my current husband, Chase, through my coworker, Anna, who matched me up on a totally blind date with him. So Jennifer and I are success stories in a sense. We both have done, you know, had trouble with dating and looked for others to help us set us up on blind dates. And we both have come out of it successful and married. So we're here to talk about our stories and how we got out of being single to being married. So Jennifer, why are we talking about this? What have we realized recently about our clients? What have they been telling us? Well, we decided to do this podcast today because um, we had a guy complain about his dates saying that he thought we were just setting him up as a favor when actually we knew we had known a woman for years and she had been a former client and another woman was especially recruited for him because he was frustrated that in a way he was rejected. And then I had another woman reach out to me who was a former client saying that she was frustrated with dating and wanting to know why it didn't work. So it made me think about what we have done differently. Um, All of us in the office and the decisions we've made that maybe some of our clients wouldn't have made that has kept them single. Exactly. One of the problems that I've noticed about our clients I love them all, mostly. Just kidding. Um, But I've noticed that a lot of them come here and they expect it to be perfect, like a perfect way of dating. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's an unrealistic mindset to have. Like, you have to go through... Dating's hard. It's hard on everyone. If it's not hard, then maybe it's hard now when they're married. Who knows? But I think a lot of the times our clients and singles out there, if you're listening to this, you know, you're still single. So obviously you've got to come, you've got to think to yourself like, okay, you know, maybe I need to be more realistic. Yeah. So let's just talk about our stories. I think, I think one of the things that happens is that when people come here, they are sort of seeking perfection in their mate. They have an idea of a wish list of this person they're looking for. And basically that person they're looking for is usually not looking for them. Or they have an idea of how it's going to come about, how the relationship's going to progress, 
how the follow-up is going to happen, and it doesn't happen that way. Um, and they're frustrated. And I think the other thing is that um, they also come to a matchmaker after years of frustration. Mm-hmm. You know, we have several people that have never had a boyfriend or girlfriend. Right, They've yeah. never been married. Yeah. And they want us to fix their years of issues in right. a few dates. And life is more complicated than that. Right. You know, we're a resource for them, not, you know, magicians. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that's why we thought, thought we'd talk about our story because I think – a lot of our clients like assume that we have it all together. Matchmakers have it all together, and they don't. In a lot of ways, they they didn't find perfection, and that's what we're going to talk about: who we ended up with, and you know what we know other matchmakers have ended up with, and yeah, you know, agreed. Like to piggyback off of that a little bit, when we heard from this client, you know, she kind of gave up on her membership when she was here with us. Yeah. So she didn't really put in the work. I mean, she went on. A, seven, six days, I don't know, but not to be specific, but I think, and she's like, well, what can I do to fix it? It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have given up. Yeah. What I said to her was, well, you stopped at seven matches. I met my husband on match nine. Right. That's what I think she did wrong. She gave up. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think that just because you're frustrated, right? Yeah. Just because you're frustrated. It's like, just take a, take a time out. And the other thing that she said was I didn't feel chemistry on the dates. I mean, Emily, did you feel chemistry with your husband on the first date? It was Okay. I mean, it was a fine date. I, I didn't. Would you say you felt chemistry? I don't. Maybe you did. Yeah, I don't know. I would say I, I, would say I didn't, and I think a lot of people. I mean, I wasn't like wanting too. to jump his bones, obviously, but like I liked him enough that I was like, "Oh, that was a good date. That was a great yeah. date." I would say, but that was what I felt like. You know, she did wrong too. Is she's like, I didn't feel chemistry. I mean. Most people that I know, or a lot of people that I know, more than half of the people that I know that are married, they wouldn't say they felt chemistry um, right away. They would say that that grew. Yeah, a lot of people that did feel chemistry, you know, their husbands cheated on them. So what is this elusive thing you're <laughs> right. looking for? Well, I mean, that's a little tip. Little, we're going to, throughout this podcast, we're going to kind of give you tips and tricks on how to be a better dater. And this is a perfect example of a tip and trick that you can implement. If you go out on a date, now I'm talking to single men and single women here. If you go out on a date and it was a fine date, you would, it was pleasant. It was fine. You had a good time. It wasn't a horrible waste of time. Yeah. Go out with that person again. Seriously, people, you're leaving yeah. so much on the table when you could have married that guy that you didn't go out with again because you were just like, eh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys, you have to realize this, singles. On the first date, the person's not their complete full self. They grow. By yeah. the time you see them on their third date, they could be a totally different human, like funny, yeah. sarcastic. They could be nervous. There's so much that goes into that first date, and there's so much pressure on it that if you guys just have fun and have a good night and see him again or see her again, I bet you it'll go better. Yeah. Now, there's a difference between, like, a neutral date, which you always go on a second date with, and a negative date. Like, yeah, if you get major red flags, you know, I mean, if the guy got drunk and spanked you or something, I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a problem. Um, so, or they, you know, just some major, major red flags where you feel like they're dangerous, creepy. creepy. They make you feel like they're a pedophile. Yeah, so I always say, totally, yet. totally, <laughs> girls. If you don't want to make out with him or if you're a guy and you don't really want to make out with her, I would say don't go out with him again. Yeah. That should be your, was he nice and do you want to make out no, with him? Well, no, no, well, I say not make out because I think a lot of women right, kiss, leave kiss. it neutral. I think that if you're like, wow, if they ever kiss me, I would barf in some mouth. Obviously, <laughs> you don't need to go out with them again. But if you're like, eh, I don't know, I could take it or leave it, that person could grow on you. Yeah. And if you think they were like, not quite interesting enough, 
Right. You know, like go out with them again, do something fun, you know, give them a shot. I mean, do you think people meet you and they're like, holy shit, that person is amazing. I mean, that's basically what you're saying that yeah. that guy should do for you. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? good, Jennifer. Yeah, it's yeah. a good way to look at it. Like, do you knock him off his sock, his feet? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you walk in the room, like, who the hell is that? Right. Guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, let's see. So, you know, obviously we got out of being single and got into being married. So I kind of want to talk about your situation dating and then the progression when you met David, your current husband, and from there. And, like, if you had any trap, like, hardness with that or what you went through, yeah. was it perfect? Was it not perfect? Tell us about it. So, you know, one thing, I'm 44 this year, I'm going to be 45, and one thing I'm realizing is that I've constantly compared myself to other people and always kind of look at their life on their outside and think, gosh, maybe it's better than mine. But the more that I dig a little closer, it's not better than mine. In fact, we're all living life, and it's hard sometimes, and you just assume that their life is better. So... I feel like people come to me and, you know, they think I'm this expert matchmaker because I've been a matchmaker for 15 years and assume that I've got all the answers and everything's perfect and my relationship's perfect and nothing could be far, farther from the truth. Um, when I was 30 years old, I felt the need to get married right away and I married the first guy who liked me enough and told me that I was who he wanted to marry and I thought, gosh, maybe he was just smarter than me so I should be with him and he was a nasty alcoholic and I left all my friends and family. Uh, to move to Florida with be, to be with him, and it didn't work out. Um, and then I told everybody, you know, I'm a decisive type A kind of girl. I would never be with a guy for more than a year unless I knew for sure I was going to marry him. Well, I was my husband for three years. We lived in three different places. And, you know, I just realized I didn't know everything. Um, the other thing is, I when I met my husband, at one point we both lost our jobs. We were both fired from jobs. And I think a lot of women leave men you know, most women I know would leave a guy if he was fired. And he didn't know what he wanted to be when he was grow up. Grow up oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, I didn't do that. Yeah, that's I mean, great. And that's why I'm married. Yeah. And I was with him for three years. And, you know, a lot of women are looking for a there. guy that is makes more money than him. Well, that was never a big thing for me. I just wanted to marry a guy who had his shit together, who knew he wanted to be with me, that I enjoyed their company. And that's what I got. And I, I'm the breadwinner in the marriage. And so... Yeah. There's some sacrifices with that. You know, I have two kids, and we work hard. I do laundry, like, all day Sunday, and we work hard, but I have a great life. But it's not easy, and it's not like I got this Kennedy of a marriage with this dude. I mean, my husband is like, I think he's wonderful. He, you know, puts together kids' equipment, um, fixes stuff in the house. He's a very hands-on dad, helps me do the laundry, makes dinners, but... He's not rich, and he wears uh, old smelly T-shirts from Kohl's and, you know, 10-year-old jeans. So it's not <laughs> all perfect, man. Right. And, you know, I, I feel like sometimes I look at the clients in some ways, what they're looking for, and I think, gosh, do you really think you're all that different than me, what right. you're bringing to the table? But you're definitely looking to, you know, to trump what I have times four. Right. And why? I have a pretty I have a pretty good life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super like husband cooks, he's hands on with the kids, mm -hmm. contributes to our four oh one K and yeah. got a college fund. Life is good. Mm -hmm. You know? So anyway, that's my story. I mean Yeah. And the first time you went on a date with him, you just kind of yeah. were neutral about it, you said, or you never well, really feel first of all, like, you know, going back to a lot of our clients come to us and you know, 
like you have clients like this, Emily, they're 33 years old and they've never had a boyfriend. Well, they're hoping you can introduce them to a guy that they marry and have a child within two years. Wow, that's that's like I've never run around the block, but I'm thinking I'm going to run a half marathon in three months. I mean, you know, I Which would it can say, happen, ladies, okay? Don't worry. I'm just saying, I'm here know, to say success can, for you is finding a boyfriend. Sure, agree. Right? Or even a month long or, yeah. you know, maybe getting some good sexual activity. Love. I'm just saying, sure. you know, hey. <laughs> so anyway, when I met my husband, um, I was a member of the dating service and I was doing Match.com and I was crazy about this guy that I met on Match.com. I would say like borderline in love, infatuated. And I met my husband and my now husband and he drilled me right away about what I was looking for. And he talked a lot about black holes. Essentially, I thought he was weird. Um, <laughs> but I thought, you know, hey, he's really well-mannered and he got my dinner mm-hmm. and is not judging me for drinking too much. So... I mean, I guess I'll go out with him again. That's mm-hmm. seriously what I thought. Yeah. And I think a lot of women would have been like, eh, he's weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just didn't do that. I just was like rolling with it because he likes me. Right. And I think uh, another thing is um, a lot of our women, they're looking for a reason like not to go on a second date with somebody. And it's like, hey, nobody's asking on a second what date. What are some period. things? Or what yeah. else are you doing? <laughs> so what are some things when they say to you, like, why they wouldn't ask a guy on a second date? I get this one that, oh, he didn't wait for me for the Uber. Or he didn't walk me to my oh, car. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wait like, girl, yeah. you are never going to get married if you wait for a guy to walk you to your car. It's yeah. very nice of him, yeah. but men are stupid, and they aren't thinking about it. So Yeah. Did you know that, like, um, his mother so solicits him? Yes, because he's taking care of his mother while she's dying. Sounds like not an asshole. That's oh, what I've gotten. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Or like, you know, did he know? Did you know that he's got this problem, kid? Uh, everybody. I've heard that perfect. too. You're a family. Everybody's good. Yeah. It's like so you're judging him because. Wow, that's wow. a moment, lady. Yeah. He's involved with his problem kid. Yeah. And he's not walking away from his problem kid. Sounds like a good character. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there are some crazy things we get. So, ladies, also keep in mind that you don't be too, um, what's self-centered? Judgmental. Judgmental. I mean, judgmental. yeah. Like, relax on it. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. so what? He didn't walk you to a car or text you when you got home, okay? Just relax. Yeah. Um, okay, that's good. So, anything else I want to ask you? So, you've been engaged once, married once. You're going on how many years? Eight years of marriage? Nine eight years. years of marriage. We've been together for 11 or 12 years. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Two kids. Happy, happy life. Happy life. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, great. And I'm trying to think. So, if you have anything else, yeah, that comes. Um, no, it's just that, like, I mean, the older I get, the more, like, I used to just compare myself to everybody. Right. And so, like, Sarah Catherine, who owns the business, has been a matchmaker for 22 years in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She's been the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. I mean, people, matchmakers know who she is. She married a guy who was right after a divorce. I mean, maybe he was on the tail end of it. And I can't tell you how many women want to go, want to wait until the guy's been divorced two years. Now, is it in general, like, a really good rule? Yes. But will the guys who are amazing get quick... You know, yeah, absolutely. True. She was smart enough to realize that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, that's good that you bring that up just for a second. So, a lot of girls that are like 37, 35, they say that they don't want to meet a guy who's been married before. Yeah, right. I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hello. Sometimes those are the best guys. And the other thing is, (laughs) ladies, um, that guy doesn't want to date a girl who's thirty seven and never been married. He's wondering what's wrong with you. Yeah, I mean. Like a so lot, I mean, I have to tell you, a lot of the guys, like when you have a woman who's 50 and has never been married, the guy thinks there's something wrong with you. I'm just telling you. I'm just 
feeding it out there. And me- mm-hmm. meanwhile, that same woman is judging him for all of his baggage. And oh yeah, yeah, it's you just know, a double. It's like yeah. they're judging you too. So right. just stop. Just stop judging. Good you know? point. All right, yeah. so let's see. I'll get into my story a little bit. So, um. I met Chase on a blind date, like I said, from Anna, my coworker, who matched us up. Basically, she came into the office one day. She knew I was single, and she was like, I met this guy at the, was it the national championship? Or some Georgia football, go dogs, um, football game. And she was like, he was really cool. He drank a lot of beer. He was talking to me, but no one else. And he seems to come from a good family, and he's 32. And I was like, all right, sounds good. I'll go out with him. So we went out on a blind date and it was great. I mean, we had a normal date. All I remember really is that he was really giggly, <laughs> like he laughed a giggly, lot. Yeah. Giggly, which is oh, like, like somebody a would judge laugh. him. No, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, no. It's just like, people sometimes judge him. I mean, yeah. honestly, he's like not. <laughs> it's a cute laugh. It's a cute laugh. But I found yeah. it cute, I guess. Mm-hmm. So whatever. But like I said, he he didn't walk me to my car. You know, there were things that he didn't do that if I would have really analyzed that date completely, who knows what I would have thought, you know? Right. If I would have gone, but it was great. I just had a good time. I got home and I was like, all right, I had a good date. Yeah, I'll see him again. And then, so he reached out to me again and again, and we kept dating. But ladies, just one thing to note, it took him nine dates to kiss me. Nine dates. We were literally Which like, is about a month. He gay or like, <laughs> Stop. Stop. You're funny. he's definitely, no, no, no. definitely yeah. very manly, which is great. He can, well, yeah. just because he didn't kiss you after nine days. Well, yeah, I remember you told me to give up on it. On the oh, yeah. Day. I told <laughs> you to, no, just That's kidding. That's what I'm saying. Well, she was like, what did you say? You were like, he must not be into you. Not, must not be that into you if he's like, and I saw it. I saw it. I, okay. This is my secrets sauce. I saw it as endearing. Like, oh, he's kind of nervous to kiss me. That's so cute. Yeah. You know, I liked that innocence in, in him that he was, I thought it was cute. I thought, you know, I didn't, I didn't want a boyfriend who's been around the block with all the women and was super charismatic because yeah. I don't, I'm not, I guess I'm charismatic, but I'm not that way. If You know what I mean? So I didn't want that. So I was totally not looking for that type of guy. Yeah. So I was looking for somebody like Chase. So I found it cute. That, but there was so much pressure on it, you guys. It was the funniest story ever, but I won't get into it. But basically, um, so many women would have given up on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, third, if, if, I, I, I would have. Oh, yeah. Nine out of ten, I would say. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. nine out of ten would, would not be that patient with him. Yeah. But because I am, we're married. We have the happiest life ever. We just got married in July 2020. It's our six-month anniversary today. Um, and... Yeah, he's amazing in every way. He's going to be the best father. He has a great career. He makes me Lots laugh. He's like so many friends. Yeah. Um, wonderful family. His family is the best. And so, yeah, I mean, I really got every single thing I wanted. And, yeah, him. I mean, I will tell you, like, I look back on my stuff uh, and, like, the guy who was an alcoholic. It's because I was impatient. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, some of the best guys yeah. you need to be patient for. Yes. And, I mean, you know, my husband, I waited three years. But, like, I would have not hung in there for your guy because I would have, like, I mean, for what it's worth, I would have gotten drunk and, like, come on to him or something. <laughs> sure, but, sure. like, most of our girls would put that guy in the friend zone and would just say there's no chemistry. I can't tell you how many nice guys we have that cannot find, cannot find a girlfriend because the girls are, like, 
and I just didn't feel it. There was nothing, no connection. And yeah. I'm like, well, he has an advanced degree. He's from a good family. He has a good job and lots of friends. And he hasn't tried to make out with you yet. So right. you're just giving up on it already. But all right, cool. Yeah. You could have the best life ever, but you're And who is it you're just, looking for? You're looking right. for an alpha male who's going to, like, throw you in the bed? Right, or yeah. What do like, you? you need that to happen? <laughs> it's like, hang in there, girl. Let's, it could happen. Yeah. All and right. just hang in there a little but bit. But you know what? Right now, no one's throwing you in the bed at all. Right. So maybe go on a second date with that. Agreed. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Agreed. Agreed. All right, so let's get into a little bit about how to change. Don't be so judgmental. Yeah. Realize that not everyone has a perfect dating life. You know, sometimes it's really freaking hard. You'll get really frustrated. But as long as you hang in there, you can be – you'll – you need all of these resources to be a better dater, you guys. You need all of these things. What are some other little nuggets that they could use to be a better dater and to how to change what they're doing now? Um, and to maybe get married. Some nice outfits. Feel sexy, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, at least for me, I think a lot of times people are, like, hoping to outpunt their coverage with who they're with. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I see myself as just, like, a normal, cute girl. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be with a normal, cute dude. I think a lot of normal, cute girls want to be with a big dog. Okay. And if you want to be with a big dog, are you ready to compete with the biggest dogs Atlanta has to offer in terms of looks and personality? Yeah, or like whatever. ask yourself. I mean, are you seriously charismatic and beautiful? Because like, if you want that guy who's got who out earns you times three, like you need to be able to compete with some of the best girls in Atlanta. Yeah, and like, do you or like who gives what a about, shit if yeah. you make a little bit more money than he does? Yeah, what about what would your advice be to the guys who want to date out of their league? Yeah, that's harder. Sometimes my coworkers all the time are telling me that I'm I'm easier on the um, girls than the guys. And one of the reasons for that is um, the ratio is four women to every one man, so it's harder for women. And then if you're trying to date within your own ethnicity, which so many girls that I know are, um, it's probably like eight to ten. Um, okay. But for the men that want to date out of their league, I mean, I think that you know you need to look at what you're looking for if you. you you're looking for a a beautiful girl who's not materialistic, but you want her to look like an Instagram model. Stop. The reason she does those kissy lips in that video is because she is materialistic <laughs> and shallow. Yeah. So if you need a girl to look like that, she's not going to be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Necessarily. Necessarily, yeah. yeah. Most, most and and all guys want to date her since she's got that booty popping, <laughs> lip popping, yeah. Instagram look. So get ready to compete, dog. Yeah. Like I say a lot of the times the men who really want to date outside of their um, league or bat out of their league, a lot of them seem to be clueless, but then also not clueless. Like some of them say to me, they say, well, I want to be put at bat with them to see who knows what she, where she's at in her life. Maybe she's sad and just wants somebody to be nice to her. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting way to think about it. But most of the time, I would feel like it's setting them up for rejection. And then they get sad on us. You know what I mean? And I think the men don't get as sad. I think they love batting out of their league. And they, mm-hmm. they, can, okay. they can get back up on the horse again. And I think the women are, take it more personally. Okay. But the yeah, main thing right. I'll say is like... Look, if you're a guy and you're about a seven on appearance and you're trying to date a nine or ten, get ready to get your ass kicked. Yeah. You're going to date ten of those girls for what you get one second date, and I don't want to hear you whining. Yeah. About why those girls aren't emotionally available. Yes. You're just not as good looking as the other dude they're dating. That's basically what's going on. Word. That was great. Or cool or rich. Who knows? Yes. Yes. So the positive note would be, hey, keep trying. Life's hard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. 
you know, everybody's got it hard. It doesn't matter what office they're in. Hey, that dude got it real hard right now, right? Um, or like what you do for a living or who you are. You Life is about the effort and to keep trying and nobody's life is perfect. And if you really delve into the people that seem to have their act together, they really had a journey to get there. And it wasn't all perfect. Uh, and they certainly made some sacrifices to get the great life they have today. There you go. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to Deep Diving into Dating. We hope you enjoyed our Lessons to Singles from Married Women. Bye.